0: you're listening to the augmented city podcast i'm john gaunt this audio series explores the art the craft and the technology of next generation storytelling you'll hear from experts as they analyze how creative and technical innovation are rocking the medium the message and the audience Now, this show features a conversation with Steve Koenig, who's the vice president of research at the Consumer Technology Association, which produces CES, the world's largest technology industry event. We spoke with Steve at Goya Studios during the Infinity Festival Hollywood in November 2022. From Goya Studios in downtown Los Angeles, I'm John Gaunt. The Infinity Festival Hollywood brings together the world's best storytellers and technologists to push the state of the art to its next level. And I'm joined by Steve Koenig, who is with the Consumer Technology Association, which people also know as the originator of the CES show. So, Steve, thanks very much for coming with us.
1: Well, thanks for having me on the show, and you're exactly right. Since 1967, CES has been chugging wow. along, and uh, we're really excited to be back in Las Vegas, uh, January 5th through 8th. Mm-hmm. Coming up in a, just a couple months here uh, for CES 2023, it's going to be a great show.
0: Wow! But right now we're at Infinity Festival Hollywood 2022. <laughs> so tell us. So, so tell me the. The intersection of storytelling and Silicon Valley, you know, Hollywood and Silicon Valley, sort of a natural pairing, you know, peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. But I want to know specifically, what were some of the things you were looking for when you came over here, as far as like the people who were speaking, some of the companies that were exhibiting? I mean, you're seeing electronics and innov- technology innovation every day. But what was drawing here?
1: Yeah, well, I think really it's the a lot of creators that are, are really innovating mm-hmm. and in many ways are entrepreneurs when it comes to technology. Also, a lot of member companies are also here, like NVIDIA, as yep. uh, one example. And so that's, uh, it's it's a natural habitat. Mm-hmm. I, I think for, certainly for myself, someone that likes to just remain immersed uh, in, in technology and in content, this is what we see at CES and so shows like Infinity really double down on the entertain the intersection of entertainment and technology and breaking new ground in content because in my role as Vice President of Research at Consumer Technology Association, we, we do a lot of consumer research and one of the areas or genres of research that we do when it comes to consumers is content consumption. and more than ever and i know this probably isn't news to a lot of listeners but content is really really important to to consumers today and part of the reason is that is what we have more opportunities to consume content Mm. than we ever have before and that's only going to grow and increase and is going to modulate as we think about metaverse and web 3. this is great for creators because this really amplifies the experiences and the stories that they want to tell and create. But for consumers, it it takes the experience to a whole new level. And that's really what I'm excited to see here at Infinity.
0: Now, you just came from a panel that was looking into Web3 and Metaverse. I mean, let's uh, let's let's basically split it in half and talk about the, uh, the industry side and then the consumer side. So you're the advocate on the consumer side. Let's start with them first. What sure. are some of the things that you're finding in your research? Well, I
1: think consumers, as I mentioned, they crave content and we've we've done so many studies uh, that have really repeatedly found that there's an, just an increasing diffusion of content engagement across screens. We're watching on mobile devices. That's That's been happening for a while mm-hmm. now. But this whole idea of these shared immersive experiences using technologies of different kinds from volumetric video, VR, cloud, Mm -hmm. maybe AI, uh, maybe even cybersecurity, thinking about a secure environment. You know, we don't want hacks and these things. Uh, It's very interesting to see how these pieces are starting to come together to generate. The next generation of the internet, which is is really Web three, and the lowest hanging fruit, according to our research, is you guessed it, are the are the gaming is the gaming community. These these are these people are all in on mm. shared immersive experiences, and and they're they're really the only amongst consumers. I have to say, they're they're really the only community that's asking mm. for for this not many other consumer groups which leads me to ces and kind of what we're going to see there which and then more or less the conversation around metaverse today it's twofold it's, it's really so what are the use cases how Incredible. how is this technology going to be used and the follow-up question is of course strategy mm-hmm. for use cases i mentioned you know gaming and storytelling and these immersive shared experience that that's the low-hanging fruit socialization and creating collaborative tools. Maybe and thinking about like a uh, online party. If you, in the season of the pandemic, we would have those, anybody remember the, the Zoom happy hours? What a waste of time that no. was. It was. It was so two dimensional and just not fun.
0: I'd, I'd rather drink and
1: watch Netflix. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm, gonna, so, I'm gonna have a happy hour. Right, yeah. so, and even just the, the idea that we could, Virtualize events like Infinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was was a little a little bit we, we had to do it just to kind of keep things going. And you can virtualize those experiences for a season, but that's about it. But metaverse yeah. is gonna really we we have Zoom and nobody was using Zoom before the pandemic, at mm. least not a lot. And so we think about the massive adoption there when we have these more shared experiences that's going to create new opportunities for consumers and one area i think in particular that's also ripe for innovation in this space is fitness hmm. because these are already shared immersive experiences when we think about peloton and going to orange theory or hot yoga you're in a room with a bunch of people so this is a this is a ready-made environment for a metaverse experience and you can do all those things right at home but you still get that quality of experience the immersiveness the the, the realism hmm. but you're at home uh, and so that's another ostensible use case but the, the questions are around use cases we've talked about a couple with yeah. gaming and fitness the strategy is really around competition thinking about gaming but also mm-hmm. community and then also maybe collaboration
0: well you've got uh, just to stay with the gaming community you have people who say i play to have fun and other people say i play to win right. and those are distinct Uh, mentalities that they would bring to a particular experience. So can you comment on what you're seeing in the consumer space as far as the technology is concerned to where there's going to be some technologies for someone who just wants to. I want to be a fan. I want to uh, I want to hang out with my friends and other people who are saying I have an objective to achieve. I want to you know, I want the leaderboard kind of stuff. So what are you seeing in those uh, those two spaces?
1: I think there will be immersive experiences where people can lean in and and mix it up and get involved as much as they want. And they'll also be at the same time more spectator-like type experiences you know, kind of like going to a dance or uh, or a nightclub. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't necessarily, you're not obliged to be out on the dance floor uh, and going crazy, uh, but you may want to stand over on the side with your drink and yeah. look hip and cool. And that's how you, that's how you roll. So I, I don't think it's a one size fits all. And that's what's really interesting. That's yeah. so what's really interesting. And we can think of in a lot of different use cases and like, like the nightclub, you know, you have mm-hmm. a mix of people who are highly engaged and then other people that are just kind of hanging out.
0: Uh, I don't think it has to be one or the other. Exactly. And then on looking at some of the membership and let's, and you had mentioned previously NVIDIA is a, a member. When you're talking to the industry side about your consumer research that's going into Web3 and, and Metaverse, like let's say mm-hmm. you you have an NVIDIA audience who say, yeah, we want we, we want to hear some of your latest findings. Where are some of the places that you start when you're talking about use cases? Are you talking about particular um, market sector market sectors or consumer behaviors or new types of products coming out? I mean, where do you fit in that portfolio? It's a it's
1: an interesting question, and I think it's important to to recognize we're still figuring this out. Mm -hmm. So if, if I had all the answers about Successful business models and use cases. You know, I'd be pretty rich. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Sort of like it's, <laughs> uh, And as I said in the session before, Ernest Klein's novel Ready Player One was yeah. set in 2045, not 2025. So yeah. this is going to take time, and there and not all innovation is going to stick. Right now, Meta is taking a lot of stick with Horizon Worlds, and there was one user that commented, "An empty world is a lonely world," and <laughs> and, and, well, and so yeah, the, it's it's. It's beginning, but and that's what's important is that it's beginning and it's gonna grow from here and there probably will be points of acceleration and points where maybe things kind of level out, but there's no shortage of technology innovation that is coming forward that is allowing us to create these hyper-immersive shared experiences. Uh, one brand in particular that's going to be at CES is called OVR, it stands for Olfactory VR. They're out of Burlington, uh, Vermont. And interestingly enough, and they have digitized smell. So there are haptics, there's, there's scent technologies. We know about VR. You start to put these pieces together into shared immersive experiences there are opportunities in fitness gaming. We've talked about maybe, maybe uh, therapeutic systems, which which some of these technologies are already being used in a therapeutic context, like uh, veterans with PTSD. Mm. Uh, uh, but also, of thinking about the enterprise for a moment, also training, collaboration, mm-hmm. simulation, digital twin, these mm-hmm. kinds of technologies. It's we're we're designing a, a for example a new aircraft. The engineers can meet virtually in this this immersive shared experience where they've calibrated the physics how they want and they're designing an aircraft and they can they can really do all the things that they want to do before they even build anything in the real world mm. and i think that's a, that's a real trend that we'll start to see but it's 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 going to take time. We're still figuring this out. Mm. At the end of the day, businesses have to make money. Yep. And so again, like Meta has has lost billions of dollars, their stock price has plummeted, and so forth. But these are the early steps.
0: Well, all pioneers typically need to have a tough back for all the arrows. Um, and you know, regardless of which, regardless of your opinion of where Meta is going, or or, or Zuck, I will say this: he's willing to stand up and say, "I'm making this bet." I'm putting serious cash behind this bet. I know a lot of people don't agree with me and we'll find out who's right. That's and, and that's right. And zuckerberg may be at the salient of
1: this but let me tell you satin satya nadella of microsoft is not too far behind <laughs> easy cook is not far behind and you
0: know what he just might be very satisfied with his position right now if zuckerberg's taking the arrows <laughs> yeah someone's taking the arrows for him but th- these brands
1: google amazon they're all looking at this
0: well you know one thing that uh, satya once said is that um i want to get it right as as computing embeds itself deeper into the environment, computing becomes indistinguishable from the environment itself. That's
1: true. And another thing that Satya Nadella said about metaverse hmm. is that it's kind of like where we were in the early to mid 90s with, with the internet. The Internet was really brand new. We were moving from simple bulletin boards to websites. And we had this new thing called email <laughs> and and look at where we Friends are out now. My email. <laughs> exactly. Look where we are now. So again, Ernest Cline's novel was set at Ready Player One was set in 2045. So if you trendcast forward 20 years, it's easy um. to see that at that Infinity Film Festival, I might be, you and I might be in a a virtual environment recording this podcast. And there may be a lot more people here because we have this whole virtualized digital twin almost Mm -hmm. of of the festival. It's gonna be very interesting. And I don't think we should discount this because young, you talked about the the consumers and who are most invigorated by these concepts. Well, yes, gamers, but also uh, younger consumers. Mm -hmm. They are another cohort uh, according to our research, that put up very little resistance. In fact, they're like, that. that's cool, I want to try that. I want to yeah. try that. A lot of it, as as we grow older, we kind of get set in our ways, and, and I'm not saying that everybody who grows old is, is static and doesn't want to change, but the young young people are going to be the first ones to embrace these things and, and uh, do it in a meaningful way, but also brands and companies that want to position themselves at the forefront of innovation.
0: Well, I mean, not, not to push back but at the same time let's take let, let, let's take a look at where technology development and especially technology business development is going for is you not only want to have a market of adopters yeah you want to have a market of adopters who might have some money to adopt with as well and so when we look at how technology does um, address um, and I'll say more seasoned consumers uh, <laughs> of those of, of those generations You know we did a uh uh, i did a panel on the intersection of vr and food and among the the uh other panelists was someone who designed experiences of food for people who are over 85 because as you can appreciate you reach it when you reach truly advanced age your mind knows what you want to (laughs) eat but maybe that slice of pepperoni pizza is not gonna not not gonna agree but wouldn't it be great to taste it sure experientially And not have to deal with the physical calories yeah
1: well and you make a valid point i mean it comes down to dollars and cents at the end of the day Mm. which is why the most voracious consumers of technology in american america today are households with kids yep and that kind of proves both our points yeah the 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 young people have the least resistance. they're they're ready for these exciting new opportunities and because they don't have a frame of reference they don't have a decades worth of experience and so like, yeah, I'm going to try this. And this is really cool. And the parents, you know, pay the bucks. But uh, again, I think also you're going to start to see these shared immersive experience become part of the media mix, just like websites became an important part of the media mix in the late 90s and into the early 2000s. We didn't have that before. True. And then from there, it's important to have an omnichannel strategy for what was omnichannel? It was, it was brick and mortar and, yeah. and e-commerce was brand new. And now you have the, the omnichannel is, is the mobile piece. And actually, people buy just as much as they do on their phones as they do on their computers. It's all online. But that's uh, the point I'm trying to make is that that business and culture shifts and changes, and we're at the very early stages of a major culture and business shift as it pertains to the next generation of the Internet, which is, again, Metaverse, Web3, including digital assets or NFTs in the nomenclature, crypto, probably blockchain, maybe decentralized finance or our DeFi models where it's just peer-to-peer. We're exchanging cryptocurrency peer-to-peer. There's Mm -hmm. no intermediate. No banks to charge fees, uh, and again, what what are young people really good at? Challenging the today's standard. They don't mm. want to do it the way their parents did it. That's the other point that's, that's important true. about young people's malleability or their their, their their they don't put up a lot of resistance. I don't. I think every young generation thinks they can do things better than the 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 one before them. So. so this is going to be another factor and again these important trends evolve over a long time series so we're not talking between now and 2025 we're probably talking over the next 20
0: years Mm. Uh,
1: and that's the history of the internet that we know it over the last 30 years
0: well well to give a snapshot though what um what can people without giving away any spoilers what are some of the the nuggets that people can expect from ces 2023 well, I think at CES uh, 2023. You're going to see a lot of the
1: building blocks, discrete technologies that can be assembled into these shared immersive experiences. And chances are we will also see some examples of use cases. As I mentioned, fitness, maybe healthcare, care, entertainment, no doubt, mm-hmm. but also maybe socialization or the side of the socialization coin for enterprise collaboration. Mm.
0: Uh, So some of these kinds of experiences at CES. Excellent. So Steve Koenig from the Consumer Technology Association. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me on. You've been listening to the Augmented City podcast, which is a production of the Augmented City LLC. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms and our website, TheAugmentedCity.io. That's one word, TheAugmentedCity.io. And you can reach me, John Gaunt, on LinkedIn or send an email to john.gaunt@theaugmentedcity.io. at TheAugmentedCity.io. And please rate and review us on your favorite platform. It really helps the show. So until next time, thanks for listening.